Welcome to Seeking Scripture Deep Diving Bible Study. I'm Christy Jordan, and I want to help you develop a firsthand relationship with the whole Word of God. For links and graphics mentioned in my podcast, please visit the corresponding post on SeekingScripture.com. May Yahweh bless the reading of His Word. Good morning, siblings. Today's readings are Ezekiel 9 through 12, Rabbit Trails. We begin with judgment about to take place all over the city, and the Father calling forth a man who will put his mark on the people who have his heart. The have his heart thing is my way of describing this. You see, we are told in Ezekiel 9 verse 4 that the person who will be putting the mark on people is to mark those who sigh and groan at all the abominations that take place in the city. Other interpretations say grieve and lament in place of sigh and groan. Who would grieve and lament sinful actions? Someone who was walking closely with the Father, who revered His teachings and who had sought to see the world through the lens of his eyes and his heart. The concept of a mark is one that is much talked about among believers, but all the conversations I've ever heard were in reference to the mark of the beast. Why don't we talk about the mark of the Father, when he clearly teaches us what that is? Could it be that the adversary has us so focused on not taking the mark of the beast that we have entirely neglected making sure we have the mark of the Father? Debbie Engel has a great blog post about that to add more crumbs to your rabbit trail. Inserted in my post today is a link to read that post if you would like to. In Ezekiel 9, verse 9, we see a repeat of an earlier statement with regards to Israel when the Father quotes them as saying, Yahweh has forsaken the land and does not see them. They are, in essence, giving themselves free license to act as their own God. What does it mean to act as your own God? It means following your heart instead of His. Your principles are defined by you. Your boundaries are defined by you. What is holy to you is defined by you. What is right or wrong, good or bad, all defined by you. There is much writing of prophecy in our reading today, and I'm not going to make an attempt to discuss all the possibilities when we read about prophecy. As I've said before, it is better for us to know what the prophecy says rather than to know the speculation about how it might be fulfilled. We are prone to focus too strongly on the possible interpretation which could cause us to miss the fulfillment if it occurs in a way that does not meet our expectations. I do want to point out that in Ezekiel 10 verse 13, the Hebrew interlinear merely says wheel, and the transliterated word for that is gal-gal, pronounced as the word gal spoken twice. I'm not sure that is relevant or will ever be helpful, but I feel compelled to make mention of it. Ezekiel 11 verse 2 speaks of the judgment against men who devise iniquity and give wicked counsel to the people. What would be considered wicked counsel to believers in our time? You don't need to read the whole Bible. Just read the parts that you feel apply to you. 
We don't have to obey God anymore. Jesus did away with all of that. Now we just try to be good people and we're fine. See John fourteen fifteen. Just follow your heart. It will never lead you wrong. See Jeremiah seventeen nine. In Ezekiel eleven twelve, we see a summary of the charges against them. And if you look at my above statements, it would be easy to fit within those parameters of this statement. Ezekiel eleven twelve says, For you have not walked in my statutes, nor obeyed my rules, but have acted according to the rules of the nations that are around you. Ezekiel 11, verses 16 through 21 says, Therefore say, Thus says the Lord God, Though I remove them far off among the nations, and though I scattered them among the countries, yet I have been a sanctuary to them for a while in the countries where they have gone. Therefore say, Thus says the Lord God, I will gather you from the peoples and assemble you out of the countries where you have been scattered, and I will give you the land of Israel. And when they come there, they will remove from it all its detestable things and all its abominations. And I will give them one heart and a new spirit I will put within them. I will remove the heart of stone from their flesh and give them a heart of flesh that they may walk in my statutes and keep my rules and obey them. And they shall be my people and I will be their God. But as for those whose heart goes after their detestable things, and their abominations, I will bring their deeds upon their own heads, declares the Lord God. It is a wonderful thing to be able to say that Israel became the homeland of Yahweh's chosen people again in 1948. Ezekiel 12, verse 1. The word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, you are living among a rebellious people. They have eyes to see, but do not see, and ears to hear, but do not hear, for they are rebellious people. These people have eyes to see, but do not see, and ears, but do not hear. And then we are told that they are rebellious people. So this tells us that they are rebelling by choosing not to see or hear. Sometimes the Father removes the shingles from our eyes, and we grab them and willfully put them right back on. Take a moment to read Ezekiel 12, verse 21. Through 28. Reading these words along with Ezekiel 11, verse 16 through 21, I can't help but think these prophecies not being fulfilled in a manner in which man deems suitable are what helped give birth to the doctrine of replacement theology, which has done significant internal damage to the body of believers, Jew and Gentile alike. But recall what I just said happened in 1948, and take heart the Father's words when he says in Ezekiel 12, verse 28, Therefore say to them, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. None of my words will be delayed any longer. Whatever I say will be fulfilled, declares the Sovereign Lord. Y'all, prophecy is being fulfilled at an astounding rate in our time, and our return to the Word of Yahweh is part of that. Be encouraged, siblings. Our Father is moving, and we are moving with Him. Test everything. Hold tight to what is good. 1 Thessalonians 5.21 We are saved by grace alone. Obedience is not the root of our salvation. It is the fruit. May Yahweh bless the reading of His Word. I love y'all. Bye-bye.